is this the episode, by the way? I think so. <laughs> because it's turning into it, it's been 50 minutes. <laughs> it's been in and out of an episode for a while. Welcome to Game Trail. Welcome back to episode... Is this episode 1 or 2? Because you said it was 0.5 last time, but it definitely went up to episode 1. Yeah, it felt like an episode 1, so I'll go with number 2 on this one. Two, two. Yes, yes, let's yeah. do level 2-2. Two, two. Let's do that. <laughs> Wicked. So, as always, I am Kev, I am joined by Jem. Hi. And joined by Ed. Hello. Who's just told us about his knockoff Xbox, otherwise known as the Z-Box. Thanks. <laughs> and his, and yeah. his Fisher-Price controller. Uh, it's not my Fisher-Price controller, it's my daughter's. That's true. That I will be completely modding and running an Xbox off it. That sounds really cool. Are you going to be like that Dark Souls player that like completed the game like with bananas or potatoes or whatever it was? Yeah, but I'm going to try and do Tony Ox Pro Skater with it. <laughs> <laughs> Please do it with like that really heinous board controller they came out with a few years ago. <laughs> well, I have to stand on the Fisher Price controller and play Rider with it. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like mod the the board, but if you want to stand the new controller, like that's that's a crying child that I ain't got to deal with. But you, God, do you remember when that was a thing? Man, I was like 150 quid, wasn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I was two seconds away from buying it as well. And I thought I was terrible in one of these games. Come on, Ed. Come well, on. it was. Um, I saw that it was really poor on carpet, and my whole house is carpeted. So was was that the reason why you didn't buy it? Yeah, it was carpet, not from like the. <laughs> Bomb ass reviews and everything. It's like, well, I've, I've, got, I've got soft floors. I, there's not possibly I could do this. Now. It doesn't match my decor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it like I, I was. I knew it got absolutely gashed reviews, but I was interested by the concept of um, motion controllers and stuff like that at the time. I mean, fair. Yeah. Like it was at the peak of like Wii U and yeah, how Wii U, like and all that sort of stuff, but. I don't know. I just want somebody out there on the internet to Photoshop Ed North's Pro Painter HD and like just put <laughs> you over it with like a paintbrush instead of a skateboard and carpets. I'd right. buy it. Just yeah. That's it. Well, Activision will buy anything, so, you know. What have you been playing, Ed? What have I been playing? Um, very little, unfortunately. Um, work and life has gotten in the way and ruined a perfectly good gaming week. What were you playing last? I was still working my way through um, Lego Star Wars. Um, I put on the um, Facebook page about what we've been playing yesterday. And right. It was just reiterating how good Lego Star Wars is compared to previous Lego titles. I've been playing it more than I've played every other Lego game combined. What's different about it? Is there anything different about it? Or is there more content than that? It's purely the um, camera angle Okay, for me. Um, it just feels more immersive. There's a combo system if you're playing with a lightsaber. So you can do aerial juggles. You've got either attack, force attacks, and other bits and pieces. And it just feels more like a game aimed at everyone rather than a game aimed at children. We're juggling. It's not like Mortal Kombat X juggling, is it? God, no, no. no I, I say the controls sure. are very, very basic. You only have three attack buttons. I mean, that would be kind of funny if it was. Yeah. Oh, God, it would be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen, Telltale Games. Not Telltale. <laughs> Traveller's Tales. God, yeah. show my age. Yes, so, what have you been playing, Jim? Uh, well, despite last episode saying I was going to re-download The Last of Us Part 2 and play it, I did not do that. So, <gasps> <Trichy. laughs> um, I haven't really played a lot uh, over the last week. Good stuff. A little bit of Destiny. A little bit Wicked. of Gaming. That's about it. Gaming podcast, what are we done? Yeah, we've not played any games. See you later. See busy. See ya. We have lives, people. <laughs> oh, speak to yourself, nerds. No. I'm lying. I don't have a life. Nah, me either. Uh, go on, Kev. Save, save us. Be fair. Save us. Division 2 new content came out last week, so I played a little bit of that. Oh, how is that? It's um, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's I saw, a, there's I saw a the trailer for it. called Countdown. And that's that's pretty cool. I've only done it a couple of times, though, so I'm not really... I don't fully not understand it, but, like, it's really hard to get immersed into it because it's an actual matchmaking eight-player mode. Um, uh. So, like, if you go in there with a bunch of other people that you're not actually playing with, it's kind of messy. It's all over the place. But, um, in theory, uh, pretty fun. So uh, Yeah, I can imagine playing with randos. It's a bit more chaotic, like... Mm. Is it more team-based, I'm guessing? Just division in it, so it will be. 
Yeah, it's like um, it works. I say it works the same way um, as raids in Division 2 because raids are eight players and you get split into two teams of four. But in Countdown, you are split on the map. So one team of four is in one place and then the other team is in another place and you have to like meet in the middle and you have to get through all the enemies and do all the um, objectives and stuff. And then once you all get into the same room, you then have to do a bunch of other objectives as a team of eight. Yeah, it's a little bit chaotic. It's is it similar to, the, to that Gambit mode in Destiny 2? Okay. Um, yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was thinking uh, of Countdown the TV show, so it is way different. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for like the I match mean, to end and go, ba ba da boom. So, I mean, Gambit, obviously, you're against the other team, but in this, you're, yeah. you're on the same team, you just start off in different places. But yeah, it's pretty much the same kind of um, theory, I guess. What have you been playing then, Kev? I, I made good on my promise, and I did go and buy The Last of Us 2. Um, I've installed it, but I haven't started playing it either. That is my weekend plans to start that okay. game. Yeah. Um, because I was going to, but then I had a very random thought. You've never played Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Why not, Kev? Just like literally there and then. I was like, well, you now I've got in, to. Yeah, you fell into that <laughs> rabbit hole. I did. I did. I know I'm past halfway because the castle's currently upside down. So I know that I'm like. What did you do? <laughs> Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's uh, okay. it's basically um, spoilers for like a 1997 game or whatever it is. When you, inverted commas, complete the game and have like the final battle or whatever, the castle itself goes inverted. So you basically have to redo the game, but the castle itself is upside down. So yeah. there's harder enemies and there's more to do. So when it says I'm like 120%, 126% of the game, I'm not. Because I think the most you can do is 200.6%. Because, okay. because edgy. When games used to do that, it was so cool. Like You could do like 106% or 100 and whatever. I don't know if you guys yeah. ever played it like with all Super Nintendo games or whatever. And I thought, that's so cool. Because it's like, how long does it go on for? What's, what's yeah. the final thing? Because you never know. It's exciting. And then it ends. But, um... and then... <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. And it's over. This is... And it's gone. Now, so I've been playing Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Um, I've been playing Tiny Tina with friends. You have it, other friends? Oh my god, I have any friends. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, Selford. I wouldn't recommend Tiny Tina. No. No. It's a video game. Gun combat, very snappy, very cool, whatever. Typical Borderlands humor. I think with Borderlands 2, they stumbled upon something incredible with Handsome Jack. They've sort of tried to replicate it with every borderland since but like we you know with you know comedic timing and edgy humor and blah blah, blah. i fucking hate tiny tina so <laughs> I, yeah. I sounds just, like the same curse far cry's got it's not as bad as that i know what yeah. you're saying it's not as cursed as far cry but i don't know it's just it's got some really good ideas but i just don't think it'd do it so well like it's got an overworld map like final fantasy which i thought oh, that's kind of funny but then like your characters are like giant big head bobbleheads and i'm like mm, it's kind of not funny now it's a renter do you remember renting games it's mm. a renter it's a lend it's a shame uh, you can't do that now i know well you say that i want to see what the tiers of ps plus are like because they've announced some of them and they look a little bit a bit dicey well, some stuff looks all right, so we'll see. What did you guys think of that? Before we get on today's actual topic, what did you guys think of the PlayStation Plus game list announcement thingies? Uh, well, I thought the um, stuff for PS4 and PS5 was pretty solid. The uh, mm -hmm. partnership, partnership with Ubisoft could be pretty decent. But the um, legacy and classic stuff, I felt, was a bit flat. I don't know if that's down to my own expectation or if it's just um, things are going to happen over time. But for an initial release list, I thought it was a bit lacking. Yeah, I agree with that. How about you, Jim? For, yeah, for an initial release list, it's pretty much what I expected, to be honest. Obviously, in the group chat, I was like, it has enslaved! That's literally all I care about. <laughs> Which I said last episode, too. So, Enslaved Odyssey to the West is on there. And that was the main thing that I cared about. Um, so... so, I'm happy with that. They're going to add more. I think it's what I expected it to be, uh, just off the bat. I think people were kind of hoping for a full list, which is understandable. And then we never get what we expect pretty much all the time. So, yeah, mm. I think uh, once they start adding more and more to it, it will start to fill out more and be a bit more impressive. But I'm still looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, I agree. I think, like I said on last episode, I'm going to go for a month of the top end one just to see 
how it works, what sort of things are on there, and hopefully they'll yeah. announce sort of month by month what they're going to add to it. Some of the top games that have been announced, um, stuff like your Returnal, Demon Souls, and stuff like your PS5, they're really strong. For if you haven't played them, because they're still they're not cheap box titles, especially Returnal, for still knocking out at seventy quid, and it's such a good game, but not enough people have played it because you can't get the console anywhere. <laughs> but and on that, and also even if you have got the console, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Like bullet hell metroidvania and all the rest of it to some people that's like what well, that sounds intense yeah pain of death and all the rest of it but it's one of them where it was an ambitious project and i'm really glad it got what it you know the funding it did mm-hmm. and everything as well um, like i think it looks incredible but i'm not i, I can't handle the permadeath thing personally so yeah. it's kind of like yeah i would I be way that. too frustrated getting really getting really into it and getting to a certain point and then having to start over or whatever because it would just annoy me too much, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't carry on. Mm, no, that's fine. No, I get that because I used to be like that with a lot of games. Yeah, um, but it looks incredible. It, it really does. Visually, it's stunning. Um, <laughs> the only problem with it being sort of an early PS5 game is that it melts your controller battery on a dual sense. Yeah, the amount of haptic feedback stuff on it. It's real cool, but it's like wow. I've been playing for an hour and I need to charge my controller. <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> But no, it's the thing is the narrative itself. Even if you're not a hundred percent keen on the gameplay, the narrative itself is enough to mm. uncover. It's really good stuff. But yeah, that's that's the advantage of these um, subscription services, though, uh, because it's gonna put because you've essentially got access to that title. You're gonna go. I wouldn't pay seventy pound for this game, but mm. as I can see it right now, I will give it a go. Yeah. And you could you could find yeah. your next favorite game inadvertently just mm. because it's on a list. Absolutely. I mean, I will absolutely. You know, hand on heart, say it's not a sniff on Game Pass at all. I mean, at it's, the moment, at the moment, but yes. as we say, it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. I don't think it ever will be an absolute beta for for Game Pass because Game Pass has got too much going on. Like day one releases, you know, the price yeah. points easy. It's ten ninety nine. They're not going to want to be exactly like them either. So they're, they're not things differently. They're not, but what I'm getting at is that the PlayStation one's almost twice the price every month. The initial list is exactly that initial, and hopefully they'll have mm-hmm. a lot more. But at the moment, I don't think it. I don't think Microsoft feel threatened in the slightest. So no, bit- but I mean, not to entirely go against what you're saying, but I, I think assuming that they're trying to make Microsoft quake in their shoes is a little bit presumptuous because I don't think, even though sometimes it looks like they're kind of against each other. They're not really. They're just doing their own thing separate, and they support each other all the time. So they're always yeah, trying yeah. to one up each other. But I think that comes natural with two massive companies. You know what I mean? But I think that's friendly um, competition, though. I don't think that's like you say. It's not much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, the only reason I say it the way I do is because I remember explicitly um, Jim Ryan saying, "Sony will never have a subscription-based service because we don't need it. That's an Xbox thing." And then suddenly we've got a new subscription service, which is a bit like this. Yeah. So it's a bit like it's not a whole quaking in boots thing, but it seems to be. Well, we don't want to do that because we want to be different to Xbox. And then mm. Xbox have this incredibly successful thing which sells their machines. And they're like, oh, actually, I do want a piece of that pie. But <laughs> because they've not done it or whatever. And I don't know why Sony are so reserved about legacy games. Like, yeah. there seems to be a thing about, like, I think I said it last week. You shouldn't be punished for wanting to play older things. You shouldn't have yeah. to pay for the console and for the you know software as well like mm-hmm. i was looking on things that are coming out soon and i totally forgot that clonoa was coming out and i'm absolutely yeah. hyped for it because it's 150 quid on a ps1 disc plus the price of a ps1 plus an hdmi converter pay 200 mm-hmm. quid to do that comes out <laughs> for like 30 quid on a disc like in july all right and bang done get out of here <laughs> fuck out of here but um <laughs> Yeah, so there's things to look forward to. Yeah, I'm just hoping. Um, I'm interested to see how it's going to progress over time. Yeah. Yes, because they'll get plenty yeah. of feedback. Oh yeah, you've got to remember though, Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate were not the same thing. They um, Game Pass still exists now, as well as Game Pass Ultimate. Mm-hmm. So there is still this multi-tier system at Microsoft that isn't really spoken about, but everyone just see, like assumes because it's only like two pound difference for Game Pass Ultimate. So you might as well go for that, which I know the majority of people I know are ultimate subscribers because it's a no-brainer. Well, this is why, this is one of the many reasons that Xbox absolutely smash it 
little quality of life things like that. I was two quid. Who cares? 50p a week. I'm just um, cautiously optimistic for Sony's version of Game Pass. I am. I just like to see. Um, hopefully, it's not like Switch Online where they update games like once every three years. So <laughs> that's, that's annoying me. <laughs> oh, when it's like, oh, you totally got like this Japanese game nobody's played. Plus, Kirby for the N64. We'll yeah. see you at the next Nintendo Direct in 2027. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, don't quote me on this, but I feel like I read that the article when they released the list of games and it said something like they're going to be doing monthly updates. They're going to like, I don't know if it's um, going to be with everything, obviously, because it's not a full list, but they're going to be swapping things out. So you know how every month we get like two or three free games on PS mm -hmm. Plus? I think they're doing something similar with the new tiers where they're going to be adding some stuff, but also taking it away or putting it on a different list or something, something like that. Yeah, like don't take my word for it. it. I feel yeah. like it's yeah, I feel like it's something like that, but I would have to reread the article to be sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's good because that always gives you a reason to to go across like speaking of something like a Netflix or whatever, it will always have breaking bad on it. It'll always have something else on it. So oh, you know yeah, that God is exclusives, but like the same with Xbox and Sony, they'll have their exclusives on there. But like what they did with PlayStation now, like one month they had God of War, then like for two months Afterwards, they had like Horizon and they had something else. They always had a rotating exclusive. Yeah. Whereas stuff like now, they've got quite a lot of heavy hitters from the PS5 launch lineup on there already, which is good. Mm. But I'm just intrigued to see what they do next because they did explicitly say we won't do games on release because it will devalue them. So I think they're being smart to be reserved. But at the same time, it would boost your subscriber count to do day one releases even if it's only on there for a month just I, interesting to see how it goes at first i kind of laughed at that statement but i kind of get it after doing some looking into it because mm -hmm. if you look at player numbers on say halo or horizon 5 the initial launch numbers are huge because everyone's trying it on game pass but because you haven't paid for it you haven't got that financial noose around your neck to think I've paid 70, 70, 60 pounds for this game. I must complete it. Yeah. You have, just, you can just, I'll put it on the back burner. I'll pick it up in six months. I'll pick it up in a year. I'll pick it up in two years, whenever. So I kind of get it from Sony's point of view. If you want, if you've got like a massive narrative game, like Horizon Forbidden West or The Last of Us or God of War, you want someone to be invested fully in that title to read the full narrative. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you're going to be more invested if you've financially invested. Absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely agree. But <laughs> I just hope they don't put The Last of Us remake on it. Why is there a Last of Us remake? Hey, it's coming out. I know. Christmas uh, party. This Holiday year, yeah. 2022. Yeah. I mean... What, a remaster remake? Yeah, redoing the first one, Life from the Ground Up. Yeah, okay. it, they're basically, they want it to look and feel like The Last of Us 2, so they've remade it. Just give it to Bluepoint. Just <laughs> give everything in the world to Bluepoint. That's, that's I can't wait argument. to see the first trailer for it. Because, like, people are so torn about this. And, like, you just know shit's going to hit the fan. <laughs> oh, I, the Last of Us is more of, like, an internet Molotov now rather than an actual right? video game. Brilliant. Yeah. All about it. All about it. So, <laughs> as much as I gripe about it, I'll absolutely buy it. Because, of course, I fucking will. Uh, same. Like, I don't think it's, it's necessary. Not... But, like, I'm interested enough that I know that I'm going to get it and replay it anyway. So. The thing is, you know it's a good game. I mean, like, Beating a dead horse, like, GTA 5-style, PS3, 4, and 5, or whatever. More interesting than GTA 5. So, well, yeah. you know. So, I won't buy this and then instantly regret it five minutes saying, why can I do this? So, <laughs> well, then we'll have to do a Last of Us retrospective part two, or remake part yeah. two, or a Game Drawn remake, or I don't know. So, <laughs> well... We'll we'll no, just go to blue point. Fuck it. Let's just do it and then we'll all come out pretty. It's fine. So <laughs> which hopefully, hopefully, actually I say this. There are there's some exciting things that are meant to be upcoming very soon. Um might not apply to you guys, but the next state of play apparently is the Bloodborne remake by Blood uh, Blue Point. Okay. So we'll have thousands of children over it if that's the point. I I don't care. I'll I'll lose my mind <laughs> if that happens. I'll honestly I'll eat my own shoe, uh, throw up a parade, see what happens. I'm not bothered. I'll be so excited for it. Just because if you've seen Demon's Souls. But the other side as well is you've got apparently Final Fantasy 7 and 16 news coming next month. Yeah. 
Oh, so next stuff. month seems to be a massive month for news because Microsoft's got a show right at the beginning of the month as well. Well, it's Summer Games Mess, isn't it? So yeah, well, yeah. E3, not E3. Seems to be when all news comes out. <laughs> not E3, asterisk. Not E3, yeah. But actually E3. But, yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Key 3. I always enjoy uh, Summer Season for Games, I do. I think that um, Summer Games Fest has been a successfully cool thing. It's been a fun alternative to E3, but I just miss E3 being what it used to be when you have Reggie Phil's and a memeing on stage. I still remember E3 2015 being one of the best ones. Oh, like dude, that, that's, so good. I think that was the last really, really good one was the 2015 one. Yeah. So this might be a show for another time because I remember E3 being a bit of a mixed bag for Microsoft with the whole Xbox One reveal. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was. <laughs> we, we've had we've had good shows with Xbox, and they've been absolutely dire, dire. I'll dire. tell you that now. I'll tell you what. I I will join you on the little Xbox hill. I won't I won't be mean, uh, because as much as people might not believe it, I don't actually mind Xbox. I just don't have a reason to buy one. Same. The the reason why that show in particular was memed forever was TV, sports, and Call of Duty, but also yeah. it was uh, Don Matrick. His oh, attitude yeah. towards people was horrendous. It was hilariously bad. I used to say, oh, you, know, you don't want to be online, buy 360. Like, it? That's we've a got, great way to sell your We've console. got an <laughs> offline console that's called a 360. You absolute dick man. Jesus. Yeah, we've got, uh, <laughs> we've got an offline console. It's the original Xbox that came out 15 years ago. Oh, yeah, I know. Why don't you just drive all your customers away? Jesus. He, he went to go work for Zynga. Do you remember Zynga? That was a thing. I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, that failed as well. I know. I wonder why. Uh, but no, I agree with Jim, honestly. Like, the, Right, so everyone out there that's listened to us ramble, this was supposed to be an episode about soundtracks, but we've gone okay. on such a tangent. <laughs> I think that's going to be a yeah. future episode, and we're kind of okay with it. I mean, like, we're still going to carry on, but whilst you're listening to this, let us know what you, like, you know, great gaming memories. What was an exciting reveal for you? What was the thing that was mm. really cool? Like, when we say 2015, I instantly think of Remake being announced and... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Prior to changing um, 6,000 studios. It was still like, oh my god, first, it's real! The first teaser trailer for Uncharted 4, I went crazy. Like, that oh, was, yeah. and obviously that's not what it turned out to be, but that first teaser trailer for Uncharted 4 was, was insane. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. One thing, which it's only just stopped because the roster's finished... I always remember, and I don't even play it, I was always hyped for the next Smash reveal. I don't know why, I was always interested who's going to go in it, who's going to be in it. This sort yeah. of stuff as well. And it was because always like a game in lottery. A, yeah, it was like a free-for-all. Yeah. They could they could do anything they wanted to. To this day, there's still people that should be in it. Absolutely. Like, why, why they chose Sora over Crash Bandicoot, I don't know. I shouldn't even care if I don't play it. But, you know what I mean? I'm so invested <laughs> in it, because it's exciting. Yeah. It's cool, dude. I'm just trying to think... We've got loads of stuff that's going to be coming up, don't we? So that's to say you've got, what, Tokyo Game Shelby later in the year, EGX mm-hmm. in September. Not that they're a VLA, but I totally want to go. And then Summer Games Fest in E3. And then you said Xbox have got a thing, haven't they? Yeah, there's Xbox and Bethesda show. I think it's the 8th of June. You'll have to do some coverage on it. Yes. You'll, <laughs> you'll have to be in the driving seat, and I'll have to well, be a little... Me and Jim we, can be a little Padawans, because... Yeah. We watched, it, we watched <laughs> the last, last year's together, didn't we? And yes. I was getting dead gushy about stuff. And he was like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not like me. I don't think I'm fucking Every year when we've got game shows, Kev's like, I'm so excited. And then it's nothing but ripping the shit out of them for the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just solely because there's no remake part two yet. All right. <laughs> so that's all it is. I, I want to like games more than there are. I just don't want shitbox titles like 12 Hours or whatever came out on Xbox. Or 12 Snacks. Minutes. 12 yeah. Minutes is pretty decent. I want to play it, but it's I got, the story's weird. It's weird. It's <laughs> got a very Majora's Mask feel to it because you're constantly going back back over your own timeline mm. and you're learning more about what's going on around you in that, in that fixed moment. Never yeah. played Majora's Mask. Real thing. Please don't kill these Zelda people. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were a Zelda bra. I am a Zelda bra, but not a complete Zelda bra. So I need to acquire my 70,000th Switch at some point, but not till 2023. Yeah. Do you remember the troll they did last year? I know you guys <laughs> wanted to know about Breath of the Wild 2. It's not coming. I was yeah. just like, dude! <laughs> like, now you know why I get salty about stuff. That's it. 
Yeah, wasn't like, that like um, stupid o'clock in the morning because it was in Japanese time? <laughs> and like yeah. you and me staying up to watch yeah. the thing. And I just saw you proper lose it in Nintendo's live chat. I was like, dude, what is this? <laughs> and it was just like, oh, by the way, here's this ass remake of like Skyward Ass HD. And I was just like, mm, I'm off bed. <laughs> it's like how to instantly deflate and defeat a person in 30 seconds. I know, seconds. I know. I'm, uh, but to be fair, on a more positive note, I think we're getting some surprises this year. I do. I really think we're getting surprises this year. I think there's games that we've forgotten about. I think there's games that that we don't know about at all. And I think there's going to be some really cool stuff. I remember on the PS3 PS3 stream, PS5 stream, uh, Pragmata got um, announced in 2019, 2020. And it said 2023 or whatever. And it's just been radio silent. Yeah. And that game looked awesome. Like the whole like 20 seconds I saw of it. As long as it's not like Death Stranding Space Edition. (laughs) That would be (laughs) Amazon Delivery Driver in space. Um, (laughs) Imagine. imagine. I do love the the mods for Death Stranding on PC though. Where they dressed the um, Norman Reedus up as a FedEx guy with a little little hat as well. And a little brown brown (laughs) uniform. Have you seen somebody's done the um, God of War PC version, but they've replaced it with Simpsons Hit and Run characters? Yes. Yeah. It was uh, Batman Homer Simpson. They've done completely redone all the dialogue as well, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. they have. Because yeah. they did the fight with the stranger and it's Ned Flanders. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all in. Getting a PC again right now. All in. All in. I, I'm damn console. This but is no. the only reason to own a PC. Oh, it's yeah. Just for the absolute craziness that the mod community brings to the. Oh, don't, because there's, there's a reason why I won't look at Final Fantasy VII PC, I'll put it that way, because the mod, mm-hmm. no, no. Yeah, I think there's some really cool stuff come in. They have announced the release date for Dead Space Remake for January as well, so as long as the world doesn't end before then, everything's peachy, because I'm going to play that game. I'm super excited for that game. Oh, Callisto Protocol's got some news next week as well. I don't know if you guys played Dead Space or anything like that, but original Mr. Dead Space, Blend Schofield, uh, that's his new game, because he wasn't allowed to make Dead Space because he owns it. So he's making a new one, and dude, that thing looks scary as shit. Oh, so. that, was that the one with the guy in the jail? And then the, there's that big fucking creature. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And his face just—it looked like a cross between like a face hugger and a demogorgon. Like this thing that had extended. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, so, I remember yeah. when we were talking about it because uh, you didn't think that I was <laughs> that I was going to find that interesting, but I remember seeing that little clip and just being like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I didn't think he was a dead space person though, or like a you know a, a horror person or anything really. I like the look of them, um, and it's not that I haven't played bits and pieces. I've mostly watched other people play Dead Space. I just find horror games don't grab me the same way they grab other people. So, like, a lot of people like to play them. Yeah, Mm. a lot of people like to play horror games because they kind of like the thrill of being scared by it or whatever, but... Yeah. um, I I don't react that way to horror, not even in in horror movies, so it's not as... um, like, I'm not as interested in it as other people, but it always looks good. Yeah, that's so fair. That one, that one looks uh, really fucking creepy, so I can't wait to see more of that. Yeah. Looks there, is, there is one horror game coming out later this year that I've got my eye on, and that's Scorn. Um, it's pretty oh, much the yeah. um, game looks like um, H.R. Geiger's Wet Dream. Yes. Oh, well, well, there it is. Yeah. I was going to say it was an answer to the Xbox <laughs> thing, but you went full Wet Dream. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it just looks like the original concept art for Alien boosted up for 11 yeah it does look so good i've yeah. seen this kind of bummed is xbox is it xbox pc or xbox exclusive xbox pc to be honest i say this eventually i'll get a, a series fridge uh, somewhere um but i'm just not paying 500 <laughs> quid yet don't knock the series fridge i've got one i'm not i'm, I'm genuinely <laughs> saying i will pick one up at some point yeah. i just don't know when yeah def- um it's right next to my series x keeping my beers cold i like it <laughs> yeah, i thought you i thought you had a series series z why not <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go really harsh let's go series broke oh, that, that's all you my friend that is a self burn that I wasn't yeah. going to give to you I thought um, you were going to carry on the narrative from last week nah, well, no, one of many narratives see I'm not always Marty no. um, just 99% it's just what we expect from you now Kev I know. It's, it's how you know me now no, <laughs> <laughs> no um, I, I, again want a reason that is a reason it's not the reason but a reason to get one because I've still been sort of mm, on the fence for like a Series S because I keep seeing on like swaps and sales and like you know second hand and stuff for like 150-ish and I'm like that's not bad 
that's mm. not bad. But it's the lack of disc drive that really puts me off. I really want a disc drive because if there's anything Xbox exclusive, like, you know, original Fable or something, I don't want to get Game Pass Ultimate to get a game I can buy for two quid. I think that's on normal Game Pass. I think the only difference with Game Pass Ultimate is um, cloud gaming on a mobile device and EA Access. I'd have to see. There's, yeah. I, w- I want to. Like, I want to play the Ori games. You can't get my PlayStation. I want to play them again. Mm. So I'll say, yeah, like Scorn looks awesome. Scorn looks real mm. cool. Um, and Dead Space will be on Series X as well. So you'll get to play the remake, which is awesome. Yeah, um, I, I, I've got, like I say, on the um, infinite list of growing games I should play is the um, Dead Space trilogy. I caught up with you once uh, while I was working and you talked me into buying one of the Dead Spaces. Yeah, yeah. You were just absolutely gushing over it and I was filling up the uh, the games. <laughs> I was working on the games aisle at the time and you yeah, were like, yeah. say, just literally waving in front of me, buy this, buy this. Buy this game. And I did. And game. it was it was good. I, I enjoyed the lore that you remember, by the way. Mm. This is like games around lore from yesteryear. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, so Dead Space is going to be cool. Scorn's going to be cool. Oh, that was it. I, I don't know if you guys might think we're mental for this or if you have the same things like with different games. I can't as a rule watch horror films i've no interest in them um seeing someone's guts fly out and everything can't do it Mingin, <laughs> horrible like narratively seeing somebody have like a spaghetti intestine thing i'm not about it but horror games all day long because you can stop it from happening if it's a film it's pre-made you cannot stop that from happening i don't want to see that, that thing happen to that girl or guy but if it's yeah, a horror game yeah. you can stop it from happening is that weird yes and no, no i would I say. say so I hate horror films because I separate them as fiction. I'm not as, I'm not attached to them because I know this is not real. This is some fictitious story. Regardless of how gruesome I get, I know this is sugar syrup. I know this is probably some butcher's leftovers. But in games, you're invested more into the universe. You've got more connection to the story, the narrative. So when you're playing say, a Dead Space or Mortal Kombat or something else that's a bit more gory and a bit more violent, mm. it's more visceral to the person experience it because mm. you're there controlling the action. You're the director. Yeah, yeah so you're, you're channeling you're, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think gaming that's... horror is a lot more immersive than cinematography horror. Mm. Yeah, and that's I kind agree. of the whole point because... With with video games, you're always the one that's going to be controlling everything that happens. Like like what Kev said, you can you could turn it off at any point you want, so you don't have to experience mm-hmm. that thing. It's a very talked about topic in media anyway, from a narrative perspective, as a as an audience participant, when you're watching a movie, you don't have a choice. You could turn the movie off, sure. But like say you went to a big experience at like cinemas, yeah, you could walk out, but like you don't have a choice but to experience that thing and you're not going to know whether you're going to walk out or not until that thing has already happened. Mm-hmm. But in a video game, you can you, you get more invested because you're the one controlling the character. You're the one that's in their shoes. You're in their perspective. You're a lot more ingrained within what's happening. Um, and so it gives you a completely different perspective and a, a completely different reaction to what is happening on that screen. So... I think um, when it comes to horror movies, like I'm not a big horror movie fan, but that's because I don't find them scary. They're actually kind of boring because a lot of them are very samey. You know mm-hmm. what's coming in a horror movie. Um, and most of the time when I'm watching a gory horror movie, it just kind of makes me laugh. Like my reaction is to laugh at the things that happen on screen. In a game, my reactions, even though I'm not afraid, my reactions are a little bit different. I get more of an ick factor when I'm playing mm. something as opposed mm. to when I'm watching something. So I think it's a very normal reaction to have to to differentiate those two things i think it's also a matter of perspective as well because like um mm-hmm. when you look at the latest resident evils or alien isolation you're playing in first person yeah you're oh, seeing dude. you're seeing through the eyes of the protagonist mm-hmm. yeah and i say when i played alien isolation i played it in a dark room i put some noise cancelling headphones on <laughs> oh, <dude>. i immersed <laughs> myself and i was wigged out I was really well that's what I wanted I wanted that sense of claustrophobia I wanted to see that sense of fear and experience essentially you wanted it to be fully realized didn't yeah, you you want I, you know you want it to, you first. want that full yeah. experience I want to put wigged out on a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have three we'll have dank we'll have wigged out and there was another one we did last week as well there was this old ass word swear down 
swear down. I swear, yeah. I swear <laughs> down that I got wigged out with this dang game. We're going to this um, games well, Lexicon. We're going to figure out our own like a little um, thesaurus by the end of the, of the um, whole run of this. <laughs> yeah, we totally should. Yeah, we should. Also, I'm going to throw Alien at, M- uh, at Gemma. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you throwing at me? <laughs> Alien. That's Thrown down. Sorry. No, I don't want it. <laughs> no. I was going to say, have you ever played Alien Isolation? Um, I played it with my brother when it first came out. Would you play it on stream? That was a while ago. I would, would watch to... that on stream. There would, there would have to be a lot of people that are interested in watching me play it on stream for me to play it on stream. I think I need an incentive to do it. Uh, I will provide a free copy of stream. I will lend you my noise-cancelling headphones <laughs> and I will watch start to finish. That, that is my pledge. And I will give you my Prime um, subscription as well. Those are all yeah, the things I will do. Had your account anymore. Uh, I don't have a Twitch account, but I can make one again. Um, <laughs> oh, it's like Switch all over again. That's it. Uh, oh, Nintendo <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've toyed with the idea of going back on stream. I have, but I'm not quite there yet, so we'll see. Yeah, you probably do it when the Sonic comes out. I was going to uh, when Sonic Origins comes out, but I wanted yeah. to do it for um, more classic games. Like I wanted to do stuff like Hollow Knight, Castlevania, that sort of stuff as well. Uh, but mine's a lot. If I were to do it, it would be kill streams. It wouldn't be like speedruns. It wouldn't be well. I still got like better at Mania. Or like you know anything over the top because I work all the time, so yeah, my brain's like half mm. melted on a good day anyway. So <laughs> yeah, so I walk in, and it's like oh my god, that game sucks. Or like work is really tough today. So yeah. I remember the last stream I did ages ago. It's been about a year ago. I did an MK11, just a random session of me training and playing against mm. the AI and stuff. But I must have had about twenty people watching it at one point. Wow. Mm. Really, really, really bizarre because I, I never stream. I just thought I'd do it one night off, off a whim. Secret FGC leader. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so, he says this, and then he's got like he's gonna have to get off soon because he's got like a killer instinct tournament he needs to host in a minute. So, <laughs> I still want to do like streaming with us as well. I do. Even awesome. if, we make, if we make a game show on Twitch, I think that'd be quite fun. So, if anyone out there would like to actually watch us and watch Ed lose horrifically at Mortal Kombat, please give us comments and the feedback. So, <laughs> you'll have to do Team Team Dank or Team, what was yours? Team Wiggy. Team Wig. Yeah. Team Wig Out or Team Dank. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. Can I get a collective? Yeah, boy. That must be your <laughs> thing. Yeah, boy, in the comments. That's so good. That's it. We should totally do a vote on the website. What are we doing when we're doing it? Let's crossplay. Yeah, boy! We were talking about video games, weren't we? Hmm. So. <laughs> I did like the look of um, Saints Row gameplay they showed yeah, up the day. Yeah, boy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, um, since last week, I've been proper doing a deep dive on um, Saints Row. because I, I, I knew you would. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I got so excited about it, and then I came off thinking... Hang on, I've never actually seen anything of his gameplay. I've just I've saw the um the trailer they released last year. And yeah. then it's gone I got kind of living off the hype of that trailer. Welcome to Hype City. Yes. And the customization for the game looks um pretty decent. Um it's got a really in-depth character career and you can switch into it at any point. So if you get bored of looking like a a big 500 pound Goliath, you can turn yourself down to the anorexic Jake and start swinging around like a little um Alien boy, <laughs> um, but it's also just say all that back to yourself. This is the content people we'll back next week. I know. Um, Getting um... wigged out with a five hundred pound Goliath and turning into Skinny Jake. <laughs> Not that I know anybody called Jake who is skinny. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> no, now you don't. No. Probably embarrassed him, Jesus. Paul, I just body shaved him alive on um podcast. He's shaving it. He said body shave him. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all dude. falling apart here, aren't it, gang? It yeah. yeah. Gotham Knights, that's a bit of a funny one. Yeah. Gotham um, Knights has I'm been advertised all over and showcases for 
Batman, women, and all the rest of it. Not for a player. No. <laughs> I when <laughs> when it was announced, it was never going to be for a player. I don't know where these rumours came from. It's a bit naughty though because it showcases four things as if it would be. Yeah, and we are we are in the age of live service games where like you've got what Destiny, Division, that sort of thing that all have like you know multiple players together, like fire teams and like you know squads and all the rest of it. You kind of would think because that's a new thing for Arkham. Well, I know it's not Arkhamverse, but for DC games, yeah. Instead of being like a straight up DC MMO and all the rest of it, because they don't do very well, unfortunately. What something DC hasn't done a four player co op thing. Yeah, because you've got um, the um, alternative to that is um, Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is rumored to be releasing in the next six weeks. Which is a yeah, it's like an XCOM style game. I think there is like a certain multiplayer element to it, which is more than a two person. A a spiritual successor to like Marvel Alliance, I'm going to say. Yeah, very very good games. I, I love them. Um, especially the second one because it kind of took the Civil War storyline and made it a game, and it was really fun. But um, going back to Gotham Knights, I kind of like the two-player aesthetic to it because it sets you up as like that dynamic duo, which is what Batman's always been. Yeah, but he's dead. Even, even though it's not Batman, it's still <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. It says it in the trailer. I know. But he's that... brown bread, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but there's the legacy there of a a duo in Batman history. Whenever you've yeah, done, okay. whenever you've played, say, the Arkham games, and you've teamed up with like Nightwing, Catwoman, Robin, it's mm-hmm. always been two people. Mm-hmm. You've never gone off with like a a big squad of boys and just took out the goat Joker. Oh, <laughs> lads, let's have him. Yeah, you know, <laughs> at never any point did it ever occur to Batman. Because this is not Batman style. Well, to get some mates. To get some mates, stop brooding about and just go off as a squad and get the job done. (laughs) Because he's not part of a football firm. (laughs) It's not Rise of the the Dark Knight or Rise of the Foot Soldier, is it? Him and all his boys go to a Luton game and then kick someone's head in afterwards. That's what I'm getting at. It's like, it's not the the Batman way. No, it's just getting a and quote. That's why I appreciate the um, two-player. Plus, if you're trying to... Like I say, I've done four-player on, say, Ghost Recon or something mm-hmm. like that. And trying to coordinate a four-player group to play with some sort of tactic cohesion is... The thing is, tic-tacs are easier when you're um, with people you know. Yeah. But uh, the more people there, even if you're good mates, the more people means there's more room for something to go wrong. And I'm usually the first person to make something go wrong. But with um, two people, it feels tighter. No, that's fair. No, I understand yeah. what you're saying. I do. Um, but it is disappointing. Um, I say some of the stuff they have shown from the game in terms of gameplay, it's weird. Not going to lie. haven't looked much into it. Um, I just keep seeing like random images and adverts and stuff for it rather than I haven't watched a full video of it. Yeah. And then I saw on games website that the collectors is two hundred and eighty pounds, and I was like, I'm, no. <laughs> no, no, no game is worth <laughs> yeah. that money. I'm afraid, even yeah, if you got me a yeah. gold plated Sonic statue which had Dark Souls swords, I still won't buy it for two hundred eighty quid. <laughs> not, not a chance. Yeah, uh, but you could consider it though. Yeah, of course I would. Yeah, I'd buy a Switch, sell it, and trade it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's like there's certain elements to the game. Um, that completely threw me off because mm-hmm. there's one of the people you control is the Red Hood, which essentially, okay. if you cross for like for those who are in the know, is if you cross Batman with the Punisher. And in Arkham Knights, they've given him magic jumping abilities and non-lethal rounds, and it completely destroys the character. It's like you've taken this character who is this version of Batman with guns who's not afraid to kill people. And you've turned him into essentially any other person in the Bat family. I thought that was Azrael. <laughs> That's not scared, not scared to kill people. But no, it's. Uh, but saying that, the upshot of it, rather than shitting on Gotham Knights, um, Justice League killed the Suicide Squad. No, other way around. Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. That one. Yeah. yeah. Hyped for that. 
I, I'm because it's it's a rock steady game. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. your boy Samoa Joe is going to be King Shark in it. So, oh yeah, yeah. So, I'm happy. It should like, look good. But King it's Bizarro Sh- yeah. in the trailer, isn't it? It's not yeah. Superman. It's Bizarro. So I want to see what they do. And that yeah. is Arkhamverse, isn't it? Yes, that's so. um, is dealing with the fallout inadvertently. The end of Batman from um, d- Arkham Knight. I do hope that it's Kevin Conroy that does Batman again if he's in it. Does anyone remember um, PlayStation All Stars? <laughs> it's not Smash, but it's Smash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, they, I, I saw it, but never played it. They really scraped the barrel, bless them. They did. Uh, they got. I a think lot they of were time. they were just trying something, weren't they? And it it was everybody were, was like, "Oh, that looks kind of cool." But then, like once it came out, nobody was talking about it and. I played it for a bit, and I was just like, it's fine, but it's they're not tra- anything amazing. They're just trying to make cash from Smash. That's what they're doing. And to yeah, be honest... I mean, this was years ago now. Oh, yeah, it's like 2009. It was like, it was a long time ago. Mm. And it was cool because it had some third-party stuff that you didn't have, like, other companies having. Like, it has yeah. Isaac from Dead Space, it has the Bouncer from Bioshock, it has um, a few bits and bobs that you just wouldn't expect. But then it has really random people like Fat Princess from an indie game. Um, <laughs> it had um, Sly Cooper, but Sly Cooper hasn't had a game years and years now. I know. I keep three, expecting, yeah, I keep expecting more Sly Cooper to come out, and it I, never does. I think that might be a thing. They haven't forgot about him. No. Because, um, th- this is what I mean about when I talked about the Bloodborne thing earlier. Like PlayStation knows stuff. Like mm. you got to think that like sounded really big brother. They know, man. No, it's like um, <laughs> Bloodborne trends every week. Literally every week, they know that it's an IP. They haven't forgot about it, but they just radio silent on it always. But they do this with other franchises that they know people want, but they just won't do it. So unless yeah. I think we touched on this last week, where maybe they're choosing not to talk about them because they are remaking or remastering them or despite outcry, they still are convinced that it won't sell. Like it's a well, weird it's... one because there's a lot of, um, there's, a, there's always been games where people have said it deserves a sequel or after so long, it deserves a remaster or a remake or whatever. And some companies manage to keep it under wraps for so long that it just comes out as a complete surprise and nobody saw it coming. And that's always really mm-hmm. cool. And sometimes they they try to keep it a secret. It just doesn't work. People manage to get hold of information from mm-hmm. wherever. And it's like, oh, well, we wanted it to be a surprise, but now it's ruined. And then mm-hmm. some companies just don't respond anymore because they're not actively working on anything and they don't want to like they don't want to keep rehashing the same conversation over and over again mm-hmm. and i always find it just a really weird situation because like you just never know which way it's going to turn out to be sometimes no. so it's like it's like with with bloodborne people wanted bloodborne 2 but it sounds like that's not going to happen no i as somebody that enjoys it um it doesn't need a sequel it but it's a, but it is a game that a lot of people have wanted a sequel for for a long time, and it seems to be one of those situations where they're no longer discussing the potential of or lack of uh, a Bloodborne two because they're tired of talking about it. If you know mm. what I mean. Yeah, sometimes the worst thing you can do is give the people what they want. Sometimes, yeah, because sometimes um, it just goes completely to shit. Yeah, you get you a think... sequel after yeah. so long, and people will go, "Oh, it was terrible." And it's like, well, we just wasted. X amount of years working on it because you wanted it and now you yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of them though because it was a collaboration and the thing is, I think you're going to get a remake rather than the sequel because yeah. Sony bought Bluepoint. Yeah. There are so many games that people want remaking and all the rest of it. And what they've said, I remember the press thing when they bought them was um, to make original content as well as um, covering classics. Blue, yeah. Bluepoint haven't made an original game as far as I know, there have always been remakes and remasters and all the rest of it. So mm-hmm. unless they're doing sequels to games that the licenses have run out or this, that, and you're there, or they could, could collaborate with the original company that made it. Because I'm pretty sure there was a little bit of collaboration between FromSoft and Bluepoint with Demon Souls, but they would do it more heavily with Bloodborne because it's more sought after. Yeah. But again, they did um, Shadow of the Colossus, I believe. Um, yeah. 
And that's a game I tried recently because I didn't get on with. It looks incredible, but it just controls like ass. Gutted. One of the biggest games of the PS2 era. I think a lot of people ended up getting the... Is it classed as a remaster? It's not a remake, is it? It's a remaster, but it's from the ground up. So it's a remake, yeah. basically. Yeah, a bunch of people were like really excited about re-getting it. But then I didn't... I, I saw very few good reviews, and I think they were very much nostalgia-based. And then a lot of other people mm. replayed it and was like, it's not, it's not that great. Which was very... That was weird to see because it's one of, like I said, it's one of the biggest games of the PS2 era, and yes. it just completely divided people. Yes, I, like you, I knew it was really sought after. It was a big yeah. thing, and I remember it was free on P- PS Plus a long time ago, and it was in my library. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? There's a few games I've got, like Castlevania, like this, that's um, really sought after with a really good, re- like nostalgia reputation stuff. And I was like, I'll have a go. Yeah. And graphically, it's stunning. It's so good. I can't even tell yeah, you. Yeah, it looks really nice. Yeah. But mm. the controls are just so janky. <laughs> um, and, and it's and it might be me because I'm not a fan of horseback games normally. As much as I don't play the Red Dead games, the horseback engine and stuff stable. It's good. It's you know what I yeah. mean. Like you could do that. Same with The Witcher. Uh, same with Elden Ring and stuff like that. But there's just something about it. I don't know if the sensitivity was off, but there was just something about it. I was like, mm, nah. Another game from that era, I think it's from the same company, was Ico. Yes, it yeah. was. And I think that's been criminally underappreciated or wanting for a remaster. Because mm. on a current engine, it's a very basic game, like a puzzle platformer. Mm. But it could, be, it could do really good. It's on the list, isn't it, for the new PS Plus tiers? I think so. Yes. I think I saw it. Yeah, I yes. think hopefully if people play it... Um, it might be on that. You'd, you'd think that they'll get it because the same team made The Last Guardian, as far as I know, and and then Shadow of the Colossus has had a blue point. So um, you'd guess out of the three of them. And again, like you say, it was one of the... It was a big sought-after game, big cult classic. Mm-hmm. You'd think so. I think they've got yeah. a lot of plans and ideas and stuff. So I hope, for the people that want it, I hope they get it. I do. Yeah. So... Because that's not one. That's not something that'd bomb. That wouldn't be something you'd lose money on as a company. People yeah. would buy that for what it is, and it's been so long. And I think uh, that's kind of the key to a lot of a lot of the things that, um, especially are being remastered or remade lately, is that it's just it's aimed at our age group. You know what I mean? Yes. It's it's yeah. it's for yeah. us. It's our nostalgia that is making them do it because we want to play it again, but we don't have access anymore. And it's mm. it's crazy to think that. There is a, a whole era of gaming that is dedicated to one specific age group simply mm. because it's so old. It's, it's just all nostalgia-based. And in a way, that's kind of frustrating because it's like, I want new IPs. I don't want sequels. I don't mm. want remakes. I don't want remasters. I want new things. I want to see new things. There are very few games that I've been looking at these days and going, I want a sequel to that. I want another one of that. There are very yeah. few. Not that I wouldn't be open to it if it happened, but I also want new stuff. This like, was, yeah, get some this... get some people into brainstorm some new stories, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just give us something yeah. fresh, yeah. even if it yeah. follows the same kind of system as what other games have. Uh, you know, beat by beat, thematically or genre or whatever. It doesn't mm. matter. It's about the execution. It's not about whether it's predictable or not. It's about how it's done. That doesn't matter to us at the end of the day. We just mm. we want something new that we haven't seen before, and it's a shame because a lot of the games that are coming out these days, like I said, are targeted at us purely because of nostalgia. Not that we don't want it, and not that we don't like it, but I would like to see some new IPs. I really? Oh would. yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely, yeah. I think this yeah. was massively prevalent in the last gen of consoles. You've yeah, got to absolutely. think that, like, PS4 and Xbox One, like, there's so many remasters and remakes and stuff. And I got, yeah. the same as you, I got super frustrated with it. There were some bits where it got me, because, oh, man, that game was so cool, and they did a really good, like, Resident Evil 2. They did an yeah. awesome job of Resident Evil 2 and 3. And you think, this is cool because the original is 30-odd years old, 20, 30 years old, and you think, yeah, mm. like you say, it is an era of games that are specifically being looked at that's like, yeah, we've got the technology to make them you know, exactly. better and do quality of life and all the rest of it and stuff. But also, I want a new fucking game. When I, when we was talking before we got on uh, this call and stuff as well, like, um, 
Godfall for me, I was super hyped and I bought it because it was a brand new IP and I didn't yeah. care if it sucked or anything. I just thought this is a new IP, it's super pretty, it's a you know, this this is the next gen ass game. This is mm. what I want. Yeah. I mean, it served its purpose, it was alright. I'm not gonna bash it because I wanted to spend more time on it, but the people I played with didn't. So I was like, okay, fair enough, I've got my fill. But at the same time, there's not that many new stuff like as much as I like it and stuff, the fact that Demon Souls remake, a remake was a launch title, is a bit yeah. telling as well. So it's like, yes, that's cool, but thankfully you have like Spider Man and Sandler as well. A remake shouldn't be a highlight for a system seller. So I think we're stuck in this um, loop where people are afraid to fail. Oh, yeah, that's why EA doesn't yeah. do anything but FIFA, well, not anymore. Well, like, they don't do anything apart from like that wasn't established. <laughs> but it, it's just recent news. It's just recent yeah, news. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but no, um, like you say, there's certain companies won't gamble. They won't do things. Like this is why I've got so much praise for Sony and Returnal because nobody's ever housemark hardly compared to the prior to Returnal. It's so out there. It's so different. It's a mad story. It's a bullet hell. All the things you wouldn't pump loads of money into. It's an indie game. Yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. very big budgeted indie game, and that's cool. So I'm hoping we see more of that. Because indie games is kind of where it's always at. If you notice that, like we've got amazing AAA titles. Don't get me wrong, mm. but like there are some indie games that I've sat down and played and just thought, this inspires me more mm. because it's so unexpected and it's so underrated. Yeah, and I love that. I think Absolutely. that's great when that happens. It's like some of the best games on Game Pass i found are the little indie games. It's the little ones you weren't expecting to hit your head. Mm. Absolutely. And there have been a lot more indie games that I've had emotional reactions to than big AAA titles. Yes. That's how, that's how influential they really are, and they are always being looked over. So when you get something big like Returnal, even uh, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, uh, that's an indie game. It's fucking phenomenal. It's a mm. gorgeous game and it has such a heartbreaking story. And it nobody talks about it. And it's incredible. One of, it it's one of the best games I played this year, because I I didn't start it until this year and finished mm. it this year as well. And it's one of the best games I've played this year so far. Indie games are so overlooked in that regard. And you get amazing stuff like that and like Returnal. And it's I want more stuff like that that is actually having money put into it the way that you said about Returnal. What we're getting at is I think that Jem wants a multi-million version of Pigeon Dating Simulator we talked about last Oh week. my god! <laughs> <laughs> I think you just completely missed everything I just I, said. <laughs> I know, I know. No, I absolutely... How dare you? Uh, yeah, how very dare you. So, yeah, so that wraps up yeah. this week. Oh, so. <laughs> Brilliant. We've talked about a lot of random stuff. I mean, it's all related yeah. to PS Plus, I think. We've yeah. <laughs> we, we have very, very faintly strung together a conversation about video games and shite. And I'm yeah. all in. I yeah. love these random tangent episodes because you don't yeah, know where I they're going to go. It's, we're, we're stepping into a rabbit hole and we could come out the other side in but this any is what place. But makes it fun, right? Yeah. Like, yes, we yeah. will have topics and we will do stuff and all the rest of it, but I think this is what... Because people can join in this conversation and just chat shit with us and I think it's quite fun. Yeah. But we got like... I think we got like half an hour in and I was like, I can like clip this to the end of the episode as like a... Yeah. The, you know, that's like the part... And then we kept going <laughs> going and I was like... This is our episode now. <laughs> all I'm going to say is sorry for when you have to edit. Uh, yeah, this is going to be really <laughs> hard to edit. I'm not going to lie. This is going to be a nightmare. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's, I'll figure it out. It's... <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Next episode, we'll talk about soundtracks. We will. We will. I will remember to write the episode about soundtracks. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then I'll, I will listen to some soundtracks. <laughs> yeah, decent. It's funny actually because yeah. ironically, I've got my favorite soundtracks on the notepad pit of my phone, but I was just like, man, I should really ask some questions. So, yeah, yeah she's got a full like <laughs> full scroll. Page, like, yeah, I had, I had yeah. composers, I had um, 
sound bites and all sorts. Composers as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had I gone. More. I'd gone deep. I mean, the fact that you've got an old school stereotype yellow notepad is what got me. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's yeah. so. <laughs> as a writer, this is so much easier for me to write on. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. So pick a random soundtrack off your list, just as a, as a teaser. One of your right favorite now, ones. Uh, yeah. So. I'm going to go with the Uncharted 4 soundtrack. Oh, nice. Go on, Ed. Um, Persona 4. Oh, never played the Persona. Never I've played. never played it as well, but the soundtrack is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> well, <laughs> interesting. Well, this is part of the thing we were going to look into as well, was like when I talked about the Godfall advert and stuff, does it entice you? You know, does a does a mm. soundtrack make or break your interest yeah. for a game? Or even if you're playing, if you're really deep into a game, does the soundtrack add to it? Does it take away from it? You know, there's a whole yeah. Yeah. whole rabbit hole. But that is something we are going to discuss next time. Uh, my Absolutely. pick was Mega Man X One because it is the greatest soundtrack of all time. Otherwise, fight me. <laughs> so, <laughs> and on that note, we will all see you next time. So, peace out. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.